Hola, mi gente, and welcome to Stays Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, queries, statements, or otherwise, we have multiple ways to be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification, and the show's Twitter feed is at Skimpod. That is S-K-I-M-P-O-D. That's where I like to fight. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at statescountrymilk.com. That's crunchy being spelled with a K. We're available via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and a partridge in a pear tree. And of course, the website, statescrunchingmilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show. And a band plays on here at Skim. And to that end, we provide to you a pod podcast, a musical discussion podcast built on a hip-hop foundation. And you know what? It's dope. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099, your host, the Internet's Tayrell713, and me, well, damn it, I'm the real ODP. Dear Summer, I know you're going to miss me. Before we've been together like Nike Airs and Crisp Tees, S dots with polo fleeces, purple label shit with the logo secret. Give me a couple years shit, I might just sneak in. A couple weird words and like peaches and herb. We'll be reunited and it feels so good. Had a whole world say, I ain't still so good. Well, I do this in my slumber, Summer. I ain't none of these half-assed newcomers. You know how I do, Summer. I drop heat when you bring the sun up. The combo make niggas act up. I pick the gun up. Niggas back up. They know I'm not no fronter. I don't talk shit. I just flip it on ya. Sorry, Lance. I'm just trying to advance my quotes. I ain't making you the butt of my jokes. But let's not stray from what I came to say to my beloved. I think we need some time away. They say if you love it, you should let it go out of its cage and fuck it. If it comes back, then you know it's there to stay. It's tugging at my heart. But this time a part is needed from the public who should have gave me the gave me the pulse. A pulse? Hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that lyric. Instead, gave me ass to kiss. But you know me thugging to the casket dip. But still shine light down on all my peers. I know they wear some some queer. I still want them to share and all the success I receive. I know you can't believe I still love them, but they don't love me. They like the drunk uncle in your family. You know they lame, you feel ashamed, but you love them the same. It's like when niggas make subliminal records, if it ain't directed directly at me, I don't respect, don't respect it. it. You don't really want to withhold for the record. I put a couple of careers on hold, you could be next kid. Keep entering the danger zone. You gonna make that boy whole, put your name in a song. If you that hungry for fame, motherfucker, come on. Say where? Take 10 paces and spin. But on another note, about to take another vacay. On, on another, another boat, goddamn a motherfucker rode his way out the hood. And I pray that I stay out for good. But any day you know a nigga could try and play like he should. Then I got to play like Dutch Schultz. You pass the Dutchy, I blast you. Trust me, niggas can't fuck with me. I'm in a good mood. You're lucky. I got a good groove. And I ain't trying to fuck my thing up, but I will lay a couple of green bucks. Get you, I will lay down a couple of green bucks. Get you clinked up, non pope fiction, coat four fifty, and young niggas that blast me for no religion. Only summer. That's the most just blaze imitating Kanye beat ever. <laughs> I feel like that was before before just blaze had really established his own sound. And that was definitely a sped up soul sample kind of maneuver. But I love that song. That song, you is a, a full Jay-Z song is just hiding out on Memphis Bleak's uh, album. 
And that's 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 a lot of love because Jay had so much love for Meth Bleak. It was constantly trying. Bleak could be one hit away his whole career. As long as I'm alive, he's a millionaire. Yeah. uh, He'll be in my will somewhere so he can sit back and chill somewhere. Oh, yeah. For real, man. Uh, Jay was just going to be like, me going to be taken care of. And he kind of was the same way with... uh, Beans. No, I I was thinking with Jay Elect. He just kept basically like not letting Jay Elect drop an album because he was like, I got to get you to where you when you drop, it's going to be something massive. And I think that... It was a bit of a disservice to Jay Elect, but hey, it's all good. Hello, welcome to it. Stay Scratch Your Milk, episode 412. And Pittsburgh is a lot cooler than it was made out to be. I'm joined my best friends, Tatum 216 and Lunchbox 2099. Hello, hello. Meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> and we right back at it once again this week. You know how we roll. Uh, it's a remote show. So, you know, standard rules apply. We do a couple of stories. We do some chitty chatting and we do some amateur asshole. We get the fuck up out of Dodge. It works well. <laughs> when, we get, when we get together, we get a little more free, free flowing with the conversation. We might have a sip of something or, or, or whatever, whatever. So, you know, we, we, we do that a little different. So, uh, and in theory, we will be, be recording together next week. So hopefully your next, the next show you get after this one will be an in-person record, which is a little less uh, regimented. But the regiment helps. And so we start with some regimented shit. Let's talk some news. So we've got people over at Zine. Scene, uh, Cleve Scene, our, our, our alternative weekly here, Cleve, here in Cleveland. Uh, this is by Vince. Last name I can't pronounce once again. Hmm. And uh, Good people, good people. <laughs> citing increasing COVID cases and low vaccination rates for younger Ohioans, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine announces Vax to School Scholarship Lottery. I don't know if they they always using it. the pun, man. Vax to school. <laughs> you going? Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We'll go with that. Since August 15th, there have been more than 42,000 confirmed or probable cases of COVID among school-aged kids in Ohio, ages 5 to 17. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine said today, the 27 days with the highest number of cases per day throughout our entire pandemic for children ages 5 to 17 have been since school began. Citing those stats, alarms raised by children's hospitals throughout Ohio in the recent week and a comparatively low rate of vaccination for younger Ohioans, DeWine DeWine today announced the state of Ohio will debut a new incentive, Vax to School. Much like like Ohio's Vax a Million program, the new offering is a lottery and will give out five $100,000 scholarships and 50 $10,000 scholarships to winners that can u- be used for Ohio colleges or universities, job training, techno schooling, or any sort of education. Ohioans aged 12 to 25 will qualify to enter. We've done very well in vaccinating Ohio's older adult population. The percentage of Ohioans over the age of 40 is 73%. If we got go to 65 and older, that number is 84%. Both are pretty good numbers, he said. If you look at younger Ohioans, we don't find such good news. The first, the the rate of first dose for Ohioans 12 to 25 is just 46% statewide. And we know there are many, many communities across Ohio where that number for that age group is vastly below 46%. It's the age group with the most room to grow. But beyond that, DeWine said, the impetus was keeping kids in school. Keeping our kids in school, in person, is a top priority for this state, he said. 
It's so very, very important. It's the best way for those 12 and above. The best way to stay in school is become vaccinated. Students who are vaccinated don't have to quarantine when they're exposed. It's the ticket. It means they don't have to miss school. DeWine said the program will be run through Ohio Lottery with more details to follow soon. So I pick this particular story. One, so a COVID story. It's an Ohio story. It knocks out two of our required sub, required states of states of being. But also to tell you about my own, my little, my own personal COVID scare this week. Uh, Xander's homeboy's mother had COVID. And Xander and, and Lee both kicking with this dude. He's, he's, a, he's a fellow band member. They are always hanging together. That child was in my house the morning I found out his mama had COVID. I considered that a close contact. And immediately began making, uh, making looking for a place to get the kids uh, tested. And called the health desk at my kid's school and was like, this is what happened. Is that considered a close contact? And they were like, I think that is considered a close contact. You are doing the right thing. I go, do I need to come and collect them now? And he goes, nah, we got rules about that. You're good. But let's not have them come to uh, come to school tomorrow or until and, and until they get test results back. And yeah, don't send them to band uh, that night. So I emailed the band teacher. And I'm like, hey, guy, uh, the kids had what we consider close contact. I am not going to be sending them to band tonight. Please don't knock their points. You know what I'm saying? They get they got band points and they can lose them if they uh, have an absence or or tardy or whatever. And uh, that motherfucker emailed me back to be like, I don't know, man. They was at school today, and I don't know if that's really. I don't know if that's considered a. I, I will read you the fucking email this dude sent me because uh, it 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 could have been his ass, but I was uh for once a little more. I don't know. I played myself a little more cool. Uh, if Xander and, and Lee were at school today, then they should have no problem attending rehearsal. This doesn't sound like direct contact with a person testing positive. So if they're not exhibiting systems, then there shouldn't be an issue. <laughs> so my response was uh, to that was Nigga, you tripping. No, 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 no. I said, the health center said they should not attend tonight and should not come back until a negative COVID test. But if you're okay with them attending tonight, however, I'll allow it. They'll, they will not be in school Wednesday or Thursday, and I'll ask uh, and I'll ask Xander about some other shit. And he was like, oh, the health desk said that? It's cool then, baby. I'm like, yeah, I know it's cool. Because I'm a fucking goddamn amazing parent who knows what the fuck he's doing, you dumb fuck. I don't like that band director. I never have. He makes it harder to like him when he does dumb shit like that. Like, ah, just send the fucking guy. Like, guy, it's banned. It's not a life-threatening situation. And in fact, it could have been a life-threatening situation because my children have been, in my opinion, had an exposure to COVID. So I'm looking at where to get him a test. Vanessa and I had gotten COVID tests at CVS last Friday because we were going to be attending that wedding Monday. And Vanessa had, I had a cold. And was like, look, I don't know, you know, in this day and age, it could be anything. So let's just get tested because we're going to be around old people and immunocompromised people and a baby. And so we got tested, came back negative. The kids got tested yesterday before I even went to bed. The results was back, which is thoroughly impressive. Cleveland Clinic don't play. I got to give them some respect. They both they both uh, came back negative. Cool. Kids don't have COVID. But it's just me being abundantly cautious. You know what I'm saying? And here I am trying to be abundantly cautious. The school is agreeing with me, but this motherfucker, this band director is like, I don't know, bruv. 
fit with me. I'm like, okay, guy. I just, it's just so strange to me. But my both my children are vaccinated. And uh, and so I I, I kind of get what the governor says when he says of uh, if they're vaccinated and they have an exposure, then they don't have to quarantine and so forth and so on. I'm like, all right, governor, I, 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 I see you, baby. But it's just like, bro, man, it's like you try to play cool and this motherfuckers out there is just like, I ain't trying to play cool. And I don't, and I just, I didn't even know what to do with that. I was, I was kind of astounded. And Vanessa was like, I'll go cuss this. I'm like, look, we can't be, we have to be at those here and not ready to ride at all times. Be better than me. <laughs> be better than the old me. Hove did that. So hopefully you don't have to go through that. <laughs> But it was dope. We we got up. And went, I, I had to take the day off, and my boss was very cool about that, and 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 so forth. And uh, we went and got tested, and they're very nice. And it's very. It was very. It took us longer to find a parking spot in Cleveland Clinic than it took them to get tested, because it's just a little swabbing. Uh, my children swabbing. My children wanted wanted Popeyes, and so I'm like, well, this one over here is actually pretty good. So let's go hit it up. We slide through the drive through the Popeyes over there by Cleveland Clinic, pull up to the thing, and they say. We are close. And I'm like, you sons of horse. So I'm like, okay, let's go to 125th. The 125th full microphone speaker situation is off its mooring back oh. against back against a shed just leaning there. You cannot order in their drive-thru. Basically, I'd have to drive to the window and see what they was trying to talk about. And I was like, okay, that's not happening. I go, you got one more chicken spot. I'm a trifle. <laughs> Daddy love you. And 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 you just got tested from COVID. So I would try one last one last one. So we come over to the one near me over there on uh, 150th in Lorraine. And I'm like, what do you think their excuse is going to be? And Xander said, we out of chicken. And I laugh when he said it because I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be, right? So we get up there and I go, hey, can I get a number, whatever the chicken nuggets is? We don't have any nuggets. And I go, y'all literally ain't got no chicken. Ain't this a blip? <laughs> we have no chicken nuggets and we don't have no chicken sandwiches. And I'm like, really? We do have mild chicken tenders. I'm like, well, then that's what it's going to be. And then he like, chicken tenders. And, and so then when I say that, he go, oh, uh, hold on. Then he come back. Welcome to Popeye's. How can I help you? I go, yeah, I want some chicken tenders. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm like, Popeye's is terrible. They yeah. food is so good, but they are terrible. They are so bad. Man, we got service like that on that trip to Kansas City because we stopped at a Jack in the Box, and like their 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 fucking uh, lobby was open. So like we walked in to order, and we stood at that counter for like six minutes, and it was just like four dudes back there, and like none of them bothered to like even approach the counter. Like, they had, like, one dude I could see, like, cooking, like, the, putting the burgers and shit together. They had, like, a dude on the fries. There was a guy running drive through There was some random-ass dude in the back probably doing stocking. And then there was, like, a manager also over by the drive through But it was just, like, none of them, like, wanted to, like, turn around and come over. We were just standing there and standing there and standing there. And then when we finally got the dude over there, it was, like, Talking to someone who would like almost like wasn't all the way there. Oh no. <laughs> Maybe that's not what to it say, not to say that he had any sort of thing wrong with him, but it was just kind of like he was like half assing it mentally because he knew it wasn't gonna fucking matter. And I and I and I truly think that is what the entire Popeye's experience is. They just don't care. Like they're not paid, they're not paid well enough. 
they're not it's it's a fucking pandemic how dare you come to this restaurant when, I, when, when the world falling apart and i'm like and so and, and so i actually end up saying that to the kids i go you know what the reality of it is is it's a pandemic shipping lanes is all fucked up you know what i'm saying Tr- transportation is weird they may be short employees and so on and so on the reality yeah, of it I mean, is all- all kinds of places are out of shit, and the shit they do have is more expensive because, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, shipping, like, there's, like, a, a fucking backup in, like, a bay out in California or something right now because, like, I saw, like, they were talking about um, people went to the Browns game the other day. Like, the, their fucking team shop was out of, like, so much shit. Yeah. And then someone replied to the tweet and was just, like, showed a picture of all the shipping uh, boats out in the bay in, like, California that can't make make dock. So there's just all this product just sitting on them. Yep. Wow. So, what I was, what I was oh, about to say, it just seems like every place is out of whack. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, I mean, sometimes like when you like stores are better. Like, you know, when you're looking for product and stuff, like you can get toilet paper, you can get sanitizer, you can get soap. All that stuff seems to be getting better. But like restaurants. It's all it's some fucked up parts. Like we don't have this no more. We don't yeah. sell this no more. Um, like for a while, Chipotle was uh, was doing salads. Um, yeah. Like and they'll be using a mixed green product. Now we we just we just gonna give you the regular lettuce we already got. We don't even do that no more, baby. You are gonna get the salad or you are not gonna get it. <laughs> it's it's just like that all over the place. Yeah. So I. I <laughs> I just I just took a breath and was just like, Mister cool. Chicken, you got the, you got these tenders. Cool, give me two tender orders, and 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 so my kids can have their damn chicken as they requested, and we can keep motherfucking moving. And lo and behold, I did. And they were and they was they were very nice at the window. They uh they instead of for the first time, and I mean just about ever, nope, they didn't tell me to pull around and wait. They actually. Handed me my beverages and my food in the chain transaction. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, that's that's what's up, man. At least that's what's up. But good lord, Popeyes, bro. Popeyes was terrible before the pandemic. So it's like I'm giving them. I'm actually giving them a bit of a pandemic pass, even though for sure Popeyes is trash beforehand. But. We keep motherfucking moving, but like I said, my my, my children are, are are well. They test, they did both test negative, and I'm grateful for that. And uh, but also, like I said, test the tests are. I'm gonna throw quotes around. Free insurance has to cover it because the government said so. So I mean, just whatever. It don't cost it, it. It cost me nothing out of pocket. And so I'm just like, and, and what, oddly enough, I just recently read a report about how the lack of testing in the United States is one of the things that's kind of fucking us right now. We, we mostly do PCR tests instead of rapid antigen tests. And most of the rest of the world is like, no, we can do these rapid antigen tests just to see. Because what it is, is if you have a high COVID load, the rapid test will be like, all right, you got enough of a, a, a large enough COVID load to make us say this is probably an infection. Go quarantine. But because all we do or most of what we do in the United States is PCR testing, which takes, you know, could take up to 24 hours, 24 to 48 hours to process. It slows everything down. And people are less likely to get tested. And I'm just like, yeah, that's dumb. And so, like I said, I, I could not find anything same day to get them tested. So I had to, and then the fastest one I could get same uh, the next day was down at main campus. So I had to come down to main campus yesterday to get them tested. But also, that's where the lab's at. So they were, as I said, I, I got their test results in 
before I even went to bed last night. So it was like probably 12 hours later by the time it actually their 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 swab was like around 11 and I think I got results like around 11 p.m. So respect to the Cleveland Clinic for getting that getting that process so quickly. Uh I mean, hey, like I said, if you're not feeling good, if you feel like you got anything in that vein or you get a close contact, uh, just go get a test. CVS is pretty good. Uh I'm told Walgreens Everybody who's gotten a test at Walgreens seems to think Walgreens is not very good at it. That's not me knocking Walgreens. I'm just saying they That's the what Walgreens, the reviews say. Yeah, the Walgreens experience is not that great. But uh, I, 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 I went to CVS and literally you just go through the drive-thru. They slide you out a bag with the shit in it and give you an explanation of how to do it. Swipe your nose, drop it in the gamma container, and then it's a box right there. And they say, before you touch that box, wipe it down right quick. They give you the wipes to wipe it down. And like lift it up, put it in there. And I'm like, all righty. And, I, and, and that's part of the reason I started having my medicine shipped. <laughs> Stop going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, we we didn't have a COVID scare, but um, Stan um, somehow contracted um, COVID. God damn. And he is, um, you know, immunocompromised and an elderly guy. Yeah. But not, I mean, you know, he, he still got all he got still got mostly black hair, but he getting up there. I know he got he got he got his faculties about him, but he he still is getting older. And um, so my mother, I, I mean, I talked to my mother um, earlier today. We talked about this a little more because um, Stan is vaccinated, yeah. um, and like he's still he's still in the workforce. I was like, oh, I was, I was was like, I was wondering they, had he gotten it at work. My mother was like, I doubt it, and I think I can pinpoint when he got it. She said they had went to um, Best Buy, mm-hmm. and she said uh, Stan had his mask below his nose. She's like, you better cover up. And then she was just like, I'm tired of wearing this mask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, my mother said that that was on whatever day that was. She noticed he was talking to a guy and his nose was down. She t- and she told him to put his mask back on. And then um, she said, like, the next day, she said, um, he sounded nasally to her. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, she was like, fuck, I, I was wearing a mask around him ever since. And then she <laughs> said, um, like, Stan said something to her about it. He was like, she was like, you ain't, you sick. I hear it in your voice. You sick, and I'm not putting up. Um, I'm not taking this mask off around you. I mean, they have a giant house to themselves. So, uh, but at the same time, she's like, every day I wipe my um what before I go to bed, I wipe my nose out with alcohol, <laughs> and every time he around me, I spray alcohol all around. And I was like, all right, so um, Stan wasn't end up not feeling well. My mother was, uh, I guess, right on the money because she said, like, she told him, like, a day, like, a day after, like, you don't sound right. So it took him about a week to get tested, and he got tested, and um, he did have COVID. Yeah. Um, he went to the hospital. They gave him, like, the, you know, the super serum, uh, like, whatever it is, like, um, it was Tylenol. He got Tylenol and liquids, and since he's a um, you know elderly gentleman, he got um, a special uh, vitamins and stuff like that, and he was feeling better. And they sent him home that night. Good, good. And then my mom, um, 
didn't con she didn't contact you. She got um she was tested and she, everything was fine. But she said um she had a very hard time finding somewhere to get tested. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing. It's like so. I told me and Vanessa lucked up, got tested at, at CVS on last Friday. And what's wild about that is the lady called us back and was like, "Hey, yo, can y'all come in early? Because if y'all come in early, y'all the last y'all 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 the last things I got today, and I can leave early if y'all come in early." So he's like, <laughs> "Sure thing, lady. I will come through early." But uh, when I got my initial test to go to Canada, it was a breeze. I literally, it was weeks out of testing. I could have, I could have tested any day between the time I looked at that thing and up until the day I was like, I needed by on this day because I needed within uh, seventy-two hours of going up. And uh, now, if you go and look at that particular testing center, and like I said, I went through a lot of stuff. I looked at the downtown one. I looked at the one I went to over here in Rocky River. I, I, and I said, finally, I was like, let me check main campus. And main campus, like I said, the, the earliest they had was the, the next day at 11 in the morning. And I got back. I said, I set both the kids up for that one. But it's uh, that's that's both not good, but also good. That means more people are getting tested. Hmm. And so and all those and those are appointment testing. You know what I'm saying? Those are those are ones you can't you you can't just get those. You have to make an appointment to be tested for those. So those are that means people are like, let me go get tested to see if this seasonal allergies because this weather been so insane too. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. a ragweed season around where we stay at, and also we went we literally went from summer to uh, fall in a single day. It oh. was wild. <laughs> yeah, it was it was cold this morning. Today was the uh, was the father was the father walk at uh, at the boys' school. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did, did you now? Did you end up doing what you said you're gonna do? Parked at the McDonald's and, and, and take a short <laughs> stroll. I parked even closer than that. I parked in the school parking lot and walked up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was the um, so. I take the boys to. Uh, well, I take Anthony to school every day. Emery is a bus rider. Emery is a rider. Um, so My ambition says, yeah, um, which is hilarious. Anthony's still like, fuck that bus. I ain't getting on that bus. <laughs> and uh, so I drop Anthony off every day. And one of the gentlemen that Anthony called, the guy that yells, um, was like, um, uh, "Do you, uh, you want to? Can you? You do my volunteering to read um, this book?" I was like, "Sure, I guess so. I don't care." And turns out I was like the I was the reader, not just like you know one of many parents is going to read this book. I was the dude that read in front of all these um other black gentlemen and a few white gentlemen in the auditorium. And it was like um Emery was like when we walked in um and you know to go sit down. Uh he was like, "We going to can we sit at the top?" I was like, sure. And then I'm not realizing like how this is going to go down. So that, you know, they get on the microphone and stuff. I'm like, uh, where's our volunteer reader at? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was like, oh shit. And then like, um, I got there and, you know, start reading uh, the, the father day. Um, I mean, sorry, the father walk book and um, the mic went out. And then, you know, that's when I guess everybody else joined in because I guess they really couldn't hear me. But um, that was it. I walked up there, back up to the boys. And Anthony was like, I couldn't hear what you were saying. <laughs> and then after that, um, they had donuts and juice in. Um, I walked into their class and that was it. Nice. I, I, uh, 
I just had a memory pop up on my, my Snapchat yesterday. It was a, a take your kid to work day. So the last time uh, I took, uh, well, one of the first, one of the, I don't know, last first, one of the times I took Lee to uh, take your kid to work day was in my memories. I just kind of laughed at it, sent it to the family group. And it was like, how oh, look at this nonsense. This, these, these times. It's funny to watch it. You just enjoy it. Every bit of it. Take every bit of it in and enjoy every moment of it, man. Yeah, it's um, it's funny. Like um, well, Anthony, like as soon as he get like near school, he kind of like yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> like all right, he don't like like the moment he gets into school, he don't want to talk to me no more. Like all right, see ya. All right, bye. Like he doing his own thing. Um, Emory's a little different. It's funny how like you know, I, I guess. People will characterize like Emory as the more mean one, but he's more sweet and compassionate. But Anthony's nicer, and he ha- doesn't have a compassionate bone in his body. <laughs> he's real nice, but he's not compassionate at all. That's interesting. How how interesting those two things don't walk hand in hand? Yeah, like Anthony's super nice. Like, hey, how you doing? But then, like, as far as like caring about shit, uh, uh-uh, you don't, he don't, he don't. He, he truly he's he's polite, but he doesn't care. Emory is not polite. Probably probably almost close to rude. Isn't that is kind of so like how? Isn't that kind of like how the girls were? I mean, girls, they were real pleasant and like inviting up front. But then the minute like you walk, they other people walk away. They talk shit about them. No, Anthony. Don't, but see, that's the thing. Anthony won't don't really. He don't talk. He's not. He doesn't have a malicious bone in his body. Like if. I, I wouldn't say he would never do nothing behind my back. None of that stuff. He's just, he's just, I don't know. Just watch and make sure that he doesn't start a burn book. I mean, he's been asking me to help him with his comic book, so maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Education Department will reimburse Florida district that had funds held over mask mandate. It's from Corey Turner over at NPR News. The U.S. Department of Education announced Thursday that it would send roughly $148,000 to one Florida school district, Alachua Public Schools, Alachua County Public Schools, reimbursing it for money that had been withheld by the state. The award is the first under the state under the department's new project to support America's families and educators, aka Project Safe grant program, in the latest salvo in an escalating fight over masking in schools between Florida Republicans Ron DeSantis, Gov- Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, and President Biden's Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona. At the end of July, DeSantis signed an executive order banning school districts from requiring that students wear masks. Nevertheless, several school boards voted to require masking in defiance of the ban. In response, the state moved to penalize two of those districts in Alachua and Broward counties by withholding state funding equivalent to the monthly salaries of the school board members who voted to defy the mask mandate ban. College in Broward gets sprayed in day. <laughs> so far, the state has withheld two months of board member salaries. Alachua County Public School Superintendent Carly Simon. Carly Simon. It's funny, like it sounds like you auto, you got auto tuned there. Carly Simon. <laughs> Carly Simon learned this morning in a phone call with Cardona that Alachua would be the first district to receive a Project Safe grant. 
In a statement, Simon expressed gratitude for the funding, but I'm even more grateful for the Biden administration's continued support and encouragement of our efforts to protect students and staff and keep our schools open for in-person learning. With these grants, we're making, school, so making sure schools and communities across the county, across the country, that are committed to safely returning to in-person learning know that we have their backs, Cardona said in a statement. It is uh, strange to me, not strange, I don't know, you know what's strange? Strange is actually, I guess, an app that, that, that Rick DeSantis is so anti-mask that he like, if you even tell motherfuckers to wear masks, I'm not making, I'm taking, I'm taking money from you. To what end? Why you, why, what, why would you be so petty to people who are just trying to protect kids? I just, I don't, it's like all y'all ever talk about is protecting kids. All Republicans ever talk about protecting kids. That's they, they, they party line, but they don't really mean it. And it is very obvious that they don't mean it when shit like this is happening. I kind of feel like, um, I don't think nobody really uh, at the at the at the end of the day when this put up or shut up nobody cares about kids <laughs> nobody do you're right like, about that um man we love these kids we are gonna make sure this movie is rated R but you know don't fuck with <laughs> it, it's it's always something it's all like um but let's make sure you don't forget to put them titties in the movies or I gotta have my blood. <laughs> I don't know. A, yeah, I I just I'm astounded by it. I'm t- I'm so taken aback by it, but I guess I shouldn't be. So we keep moving. Last one. I just thought this was interesting. Uh, U.S. formally returns ancient artifacts purchased by Hobby Lobby to Iraq. <laughs> oh wow, that's amazing. Good on you, Hobby Lobby. <laughs> no, not not good on Hobby Lobby. We'll come back around to that. Paul, this is by Paul LeBlanc over at CNN. U.S. officials on Thursday formally returned the Gilgamesh dream tablet to Iraq. <laughs> this is like an early version of the Kindle or something? Oh, man, that's a, that's an amazing name for something. After the Justice Department had deemed that the int- it entered the United States contrary to federal law. The tablet is a treasure to the world and it will now return to its home, said Stacey White, the acting principal, deputy assistant, Secretary of the Bureau of Educational and Cultural Affairs. Let's go through that again. The acting principal deputy assistant secretary of the Bureau of Educational and Cultural Affairs. It's a lot going on there. During a Smithsonian Institution repatriation ceremony in Washington, D.C., the artifact inscribed with a portion of Gilgamesh, an epic poem considered one of the world's oldest works of literature, had been purchased by U.S. craft store Hobby Lobby at a 2014 auction. Hmm. The privately owned arts and crafts retailer, whose president is also chairman of the Museum of the Bible in Washington, brought the clay tablet for display in the museum from an international auction house for $1,674,000. The museum and Hobby Lobby had each asked the auction house about the tablet's origin, but the auction house withheld that information and lied, in, lied, saying the antiquities dealer had confirmed the details of provenance, according to the Justice Department, which was long since, which has long since sought to return the artifact to Iraq. Law enforcement agents seized the tablet from the museum in 2019. The Museum of the Bible has expressed the support 
for the government's efforts to return the artifact. Iraq ambassador, ambassador to the U.S., Farid Yassin, told those gathered at Thursday's ceremony that the attachment to our artifacts is so deeply rooted amongst Iraqis. Our history is really important to us. Our history is what makes us. We're an old country, he said, adding, and so you can't take that from us. Hobby Lobby previously agreed to forfeit thousands of artifacts from Iraq and pay a $3 million fine in 2017 to resolve a civil action the Justice Department had brought against it. So what, what I don't understand is, so Hobby Lobby as a company bought this, but it's not like it's a... Like something they're going to sell or anything like that. Give me a second. In 2018, okay. those 3,800 ancient artifacts, including cuneiform tablets, were returned to Iraq after they had been falsely labeled as tile samples and oh. illegally smuggled to Hobby Lobby, according to the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement and the Justice Department. Guy who owns Hobby Lobby, big guy at Hobby Lobby, super Bible thumper. Has a big old Bible museum and wants and one of these things for his Bible museum. Hobby Lobby was doing dirt, buying shit that basically had been stolen from Iraq during the during the multi-years wars we've had with them. Now, everybody used to pretend, oh, Hobby Lobby's playing nice and did whatever and gave these back to these Iraqis. But that's not the reality is they got ran up on and got sunned into giving that shit back. They, Hobby Lobby is trash. Don't support Hobby Lobby. Don't shop at Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby went to the Supreme Court so they didn't have to give their employees birth control as a part of their insurance coverage. Trash <laughs> from jump to from, from the word go. Don't fucking support Hobby Lobby because they just are awful people, man. <laughs> from a corporate level on down, it's like fuck y'all, man. Ugh. But we all got to pretend everything cool because, like, all right, fine, we we give it back. I'm like, yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> this should be a movie. Oh my god. But that was it. That was the uh, the stories of the week. So you know how we do, man. First up is always this Tatum, and uh, I mean we kind of talked about it already. But you got anything else you want to share with the with the with the listeners? I, actually, I do. Um, la- last night, um, like we often do before bed, me and my partner were were just just talking about you know different shit that was going on during the day. And uh, one thing that came up was. Um, they had an a, a updated version of the Wonder Years that came out. I, me and Vanessa was just talking about we gonna we go, we definitely want to watch it. How dope! I've, been, I've be seen on? the the commercials for it with the dude Duel Hill. Yeah, from uh, from a uh, psych. Yep. Yeah. And he's the dad, not an old crotchety dad that um that that faked the uh that that raped the fake LeBron James in an episode of SVU that I seen that disappointed me. And also Heavy D's last um, acting appearance in that episode Jeez. of SVU. Man, it was a real messed up episode, I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, SVU was terrible. Um, so um so um my partner was like, Yeah, it said in uh, you know, at the end of the show that uh, Fred Savage was a producer. And I was like, Oh yeah, that I mean that makes sense. They they because you know he's a director and stuff like that. But I was like, they just probably put that put that down there to make people feel good. And she and then she you know mentioned that like I wonder I don't know the difference between uh, Ben Savage 
and um and Freya Savage. I was oh, like, well, bitch, come on now. I'm, I'm one, just saying. Hold I, on. I'm, I'm listening. I'm trying to withhold my my disappointment, but that one hurts. <laughs> what I said, what I said to her, I was like, Ben Savage is the ugly one, <laughs> and um and Freya Savage is the you know the guy who was on the Wonder Years, and then um you know we started talking about Boy Meets World and how. Go. And I was like, well, it, it was a couple of different things. First, we, we the first thing we mentioned was like how on a bunch of shows, it's like one thing that perplexed me. This is the first part of this conversation is like Angela was Sean's girlfriend. But like when they was in high school, but she was like in her 30s when they were like. like she was uh, his girlfriend in college. Oh, that was in the college years? Yeah, oh, the college okay. years. But still, she was like in her 30s and he was like 17 and 18 years old in real yeah, life. I saw her. She popped up in, in, in the, the news recently for something. I think it was like um, still Eric Matthews was like shitty to her or something on the show. Oh, sorry, okay. Who? Who Eric was? Matthews. Eric, the older brother, Eric Matthews. Oh, say word. Really? Yeah, I guess like he was like shitty to her, like like off camera and shit, and like so he came out and like he apologized and stuff. But um, yeah, when, when everybody when I read was about, nice to everybody was nice to Maitland Ward on this on the on the set though. <laughs> but um, yeah, when when that story came out, I looked her up to see like what, what she'd been doing and shit, and that's when I saw she's like in her fifties. Man. <laughs> It's black don't crack, bro. <laughs> That's amazing. So, <laughs> with that being said, like, how many shows, like, uh, it, it's, it's a ton of shows there's, like, somebody who is in their late 30s or mid-30s and kissing on somebody who's 17 in real life. How did that work, man? Grossly? Yeah, okay, let's <laughs> see. Trina McGee, who played Angela, is currently, she just turned 52 on September 6th. And let me see who the guy who plays Sean Hunter, Ryder Strong, mm-hmm. is 41. So she's 11. He's going to be 42 in December. So she's about 10 years older than Ryder Strong, who was her on-screen boyfriend in that show. Yeah. Ah, that's wild. So I guess if uh, she was in her 30s back then, he was in his early 20s. So yeah. I guess that's not yeah. bad. But It's less bad, but... Like, but like you said, with some high school shit, like uh, Gabrielle Carteris, who was a played the nerdy chick on 90210, was in her 30s on 90210. Now, I think the mother motherfuckers is in their 20s, but I mean, still, it was weird that that woman who was in her 30s is was 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 playing a, a high schooler. Yeah. So, I guess, you know, I guess we talked that through. My second thing <laughs> was how... I hated Ben Savage. Like, I thought he was an unredeemable character. There was nothing I liked about him on that show at all. He always was trying to get away with some shit. He was always looked at like he was a better person than Sean was when he wasn't. And um, his girlfriend was a baddie and he couldn't, uh, I don't know, he, (laughs) he shouldn't have had her. But I just felt like he was just like, 
And it's a couple shows like that where like I'm supposed to like somebody, but I never liked him. And like I only watched it because we we might not have had cable at that time. Yeah. Well, like the whole the, the the show arcs are really interesting because like it really does kind of mirror uh, an evolution of a person. Because the show starts off with him as like a cute little kid who like really likes the Philadelphia Phillies, and he gets into some antics with his buddy. But he's like you know a little guy, mm-hmm. and then they really they really do hit that like puberty, like getting into girls, like the world looking at the world differently kind of vibe. You know, as he's getting older, then like the high school years were kind of like, uh, whatever. And then the whole college experience was really fucking weird to me because it wasn't like a normal person's college experience. Like you went from like high school with your girlfriend to now like you're fucking married and living together while going to college and like your friends off actually doing the college experience and you're like a married couple in a rut and you're like 19. (laughs) It's like, it's like, it's like, it's cause like Disney at the time was just like so adamant that they not be living in sin but they basically forced a marriage, an early childhood, basically marriage, and that shit was just just as weird, you know. It's like just no, don't do that. Let them, let them, let them break up until they get done with college, and then you can come back together or something, you know. They did break up uh, at one point, like in high school, I think it yeah. was, and, but they oh, ultimately man. obviously got back together. It's a whole video, and I and I'm just now thinking about this. What what you guys are saying? It where it was like. Um, uh, it was a black young lady made a video about how, like, Corey was fucking up Topanga's life. <laughs> it was like this is not good writing. Like Topanga shit. Like I think like Topanga got a got a scholarship somewhere good, mm-hmm. and like she stayed where um you know whatever. Yeah, like, like didn't she like go to like leave the state and like live with her aunt or something? So that she could go to school, and then like she left her aunt to come back to Corey. Yeah, something like that. But it was it was trash. They shouldn't have did that. It was literally like a child making an adult decision, and all I, I think what it was is she ran away to come back to Corey, and the Matthews family ended up like sheltering her at the at the family's blessing after she'd already ran away because like. She said that if they try to take her back, she was just going to run away again because she couldn't be without Corey. I haven't watched the show in a very long time, but I think my recollection is pretty close. I trust it. It, it, it was. It was. It was something in that vein. <laughs> yeah. Corey trash. Yeah, like I don't like. Who the fuck allows their kids to do that? You know, like I'm just going to run away out of state to go be with my boyfriend when I'm like. 14 or 15 or whatever. Like, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it'd be wild. Yeah, but that that was the, the slight bit of rabbit hole we went down last night where it's like, I just realized how much of a loser I thought Corey was. Well, the whole thing with him is he lacks self-esteem throughout the entire show. It's like like how they say like, Dudes with like no like women aren't attracted to dudes with low self esteem, but it's like he pulled the hot chick on the show and he questioned every fucking thing he ever did 
you know, he, he never had spine on shit. Like, it was literally just the, like the quirky, sad loser guy gets the hot chick from the man, moment he hits puberty, to, and like he like brainwashes her into marrying him. He pulled he pulled the the he pulled a chick in elementary school and held on to that bitch for dear life. <laughs> and never let go. Never. They they made a whole new show, Girl Meets World, and that motherfucker's like, hold tight. Like, oh baby, don't leave me. <laughs> don't baby, no, baby, no, baby. Yeah, man, that's that's that don't shit. Don't leave man. me, girl. <laughs> that shit is trite. But stay with, with me tonight. <laughs> I was gonna say, I I think Fred being an executive producer or, or a producer on the is because he probably brought the idea forth. It's like you know, it's tough time for a remake of the Wonder Years, and you know, what's easier? To, what's the easiest sale? I'm like, you know, people come, we we can make that shit happen, bro. I find it interesting that they went ahead and put it back in the '60s because I would have just brought it up to the '90s. You know, what I'm saying 30, that still counts thirty years since it happened. You know, what I'm saying and. It, it was a war in the nineties. You could have used the Gulf War, like they used the Vietnam War, and so forth. It's lots of things, lots of parallels. I think, I think, I think you're giving it away for free. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I literally, as we've been having this conversation, saw a meme on Instagram that said, "Days of Confused" was made in 1993, and it was set 17 years prior in 1976. If you were to do that today, the movie would be set in 2005. Yeah. And then I went, you, and then I thought, you motherfuckers. Because <laughs> I'd already be out of high school at that point. Yeah, like, and if they would have, like, redid the Wonder Years, be, uh, not, not Ben, um, Fred Savage could have been in the play and a teacher or something like that. He could have been in the show. Exactly. Like I said, I, I feel like, I, I find it interesting that they went, they went the direction they went into. I like that uh, Don Cheeto is uh, basically doing the Daniel Stern character, you know what I'm saying, doing the, the, your, your, your narrator. Yeah, I never jive with that because I, I thought that dude is the wet bandit. <laughs> so, well, is I this what he talk about in jail? But that was after the Warner Years, you know what I'm saying? When he got that role. So at that point, the Warner Years have been true and over for a while. But I fuck with the Warner Years. I, that was one of, my, one of my many favorite shows. I, uh, I wanted that jacket so bad. Warner Years is my shit. Degrassi, my love of Toronto comes directly from me watching Degrassi Jr. High. My my love and want to go to Toronto comes from watching that shit on PBS all those years ago. Dead ass. When I was a kid, I thought Winnie was so hot. Winnie is still hot. When's the last time you saw Danica McKellar? A couple years now. Doctor of math, smart as fuck woman, Danica McKellar, still just gorgeous. It's insane. (laughs) I was watching um, Halloween Wars or Pumpkin Wars or something on, um, on the Food Network. And um, what's the uh, the uh, Allison? Uh, what's the 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 red hair from uh, How I Met Your Mother? Name Allison Hannigan. Hannigan. Yeah, she was the host on there. I was like, God damn, why, man? You could. <laughs> you, what happened to you? They man, used to be beautiful. You 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 just have. I mean, you have kids, and and and, and you just start moving on. He did it. Did a series that that went ten years. You know what I'm saying? And after doing a series that went ten years, you know what I'm saying? So. I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? She's had a, a, a pretty fulfilling life, and now I used to do some laid-back type shit. I dig it, man. A short-term show about carving pumpkins? I mean, I guess, like I said, guess she probably got the, a, a pretty good payday for it. Yeah, she still probably does really well from How I Met Your Mother and Buffy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah, she was on Buffy. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, Winnie 
has like an exclusivity contract with fucking the Hallmark Channel because I'm looking at her filmography right now and mm-hmm. she's done like ten Hallmark movies in the last four years. Hold on, let me count these shits. What's the thing? She doesn't do much acting because, like I said, she she is. Oh a, no! no a hold on! Hold on! <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, four. She's done fourteen Hallmark movies since 2017. I mean, that maybe that's just where she works at now. Yeah. Are they all? Are they all? Are they all the, uh, Christmas joints? Mm-hmm. Or are they all uh, just? <clears throat> here, I'll, I'll I'll say the the titles. Uh, My Christmas Dream, Wedding Bells. <laughs> Mommy, I didn't do it. Campfire mm. kiss, coming oh. home for Christmas, very That's very right. Valentine, love and design, Christmas at Grand Valley, <laughs> love and sunshine, the matchmaker mysteries, a killer engagement. Oh Christmas, shit! Christmas at Dollywood, matchmaker mysteries, a fatal romance, Christmas she wrote. Matchmaker Mysteries. Christmas <laughs> Matchmaker Mysteries, The Art of the Kill. I wonder if uh some of those are series that she just continues playing the same character. Oh no, these are these are no, all, all movies. different movies. Yeah, the, like I'm I'm under the, the movies portion. Like she has like because the Wikipedia separates it into movies. Because no, no, I mean, because Har- Hallmark has the habit of making like movie series. You know what I'm saying? The story continues with the same character and stuff like that. I wonder if, if some of those are uh, some of her film, you know, they're serialized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Vanessa Hudgens, like she's like the queen of Netflix uh, Christmas movies. Yeah. Like the last three or four movies that are that that she's well, all the movies I know that she's done um, have been like Netflix movies. I think like Netflix uses the same players and stuff like that too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just sign us a, a lengthy, a long term deal and be like, all right, we got you. Let's do some shit together. I like it. Anyway, cool. Box, what's been going on with you? If you care to share with the listeners, uh, since we last did this, the show, I <laughs> let's see. I saw Shang Chi. How was I, it? I thought it was all right. Um, I was I was more surprised about the like backlash that I read about after I saw the movie. Um, cause there, the couple, there was a couple of different things that I read over the weekend. Um, one was, uh, the main character, something, yeah, something about him and gay people and it being a mental disorder or something. So Simu Lu, if you go and if you could go into his history, which luckily, not luckily, but Disney cleaned up pretty well before he had, but people who are no, and he has since come out and apologized for it was a bit of a, um, a men's rights activist that he, that he kind of got into because he was of the idea, he was uh, amongst those people who were like, Asian dudes can never get get shown love. And basically that had him pissed off and he ends up in a circle. He ends up running in circles with men's rights activists who of course would say some shit like gay is a disease or whatever like that. And he probably did say some shit like that or signed off on some shit like that. And his response to that was, I'm going to be real with you. If you go digging in my history, you probably will find some shit that was not cool. I hope I have grown as a person and I'm better and and, and, and better now. And I'm so sorry for the things I said in the past. So that's one, one dude who, who addressed it head on, basically apologized, 
and we move on. Yeah, the aqua, I saw the, the, the Aquafina yeah, yeah, shit. The other thing that was the Aquafina black scent stuff. Yeah, and <clears> so <throat> for years, people just kind of was like, "Man, ain't that crazy? That Asian lady got a black scent." <laughs> but then it's like, it's like she grew up in Queens, and you you can kind of make it make sense. But then it's like, mm, but that really don't make sense. <laughs> and so, but we both know a couple Asian people. Who are just? I know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna say they act black. I'm gonna say because they're comfortable. They, yeah, I'm not saying because because the reality of it is, I don't feel like they they was, was ever acting. Yeah, it's I mean, like, like I know I know I know one of them for like thirty almost years? thirty years. You it's, know what not saying? Even, it's not even just Asian people, though. Like, you guys have known me for almost 10 years now, and you've heard some of the shit I've said. It's an awareness of, of products of our environment, you know? Yeah, kind of, sort of. But with her, she got a habit of turning it off and on. And I know people are like, well, you got to be able to cold switch. I go, sort of. But that seemed like something different. It seemed different in a way that you like. And then when I mean, asked about it, then when asked about it, her response is just kind of lackluster and kind of oh, yeah. like. I watched like that thirty second clip of her reply, and it was like saying a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, you know, well, I'm open to having the discussions about things. I'm like, bitch, you didn't say shit. You said she said a bus of five dollar words that led absolutely nowhere and made it seem like you just gave a response, but you just danced around that whole question. But like. I mean, like, so what so What you were just saying, like, I feel like, you know, like, it's part of who I am, but I also don't say certain things all the time. Like, sometimes it is depending on my audience or who I'm with or, or like, the situation, you know, like, but it's also part of who I am at this point because, like, I grew up around primarily black people in my early years and mm-hmm. I've been I've been around a lot of Puerto Rican people at certain points and I've been around a lot of white people at certain points. Like, that, you know. The, the reality and, is, is you, just like Anthony and I, cold twitch. And it's what we do as people. In certain rooms, a certain, a certain vernacular, a certain style is expected of you. And you know that. You're not gonna go in uh, amongst amongst a bunch of magic players. Not, not making assumptions, but I mean, let's be real: magic players and 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 uh, be kicking that hood shit. Because most of them didn't come in the hood shit. Some of them might have, but most of them probably didn't, right? They would if it was Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yu-Gi-Oh, the card game of the hood. I'm gonna be straight up honest with you, man. Yu-Gi-Oh was a black man's game. I okay. like that. Fuck with that a lot, actually. <laughs> black Magic. Did Black Magic play Yu-Gi-Oh? Was he a Black Magic man? He's just magic. He did both. All right. All right. Word to Black Magic. <laughs> and if you know, you know. So let's leave it at that. And so... Yeah, he's a recording artist now. No way. Is he Is he a good... Like, you know... I couldn't tell you. I haven't listened to him, but he's a recording <laughs> artist. Fair. Fair enough. But yeah, man... Uh, that, that was really not what we were talking about. We just kind of that off there. What else besides yeah. Shang-Chi did you get down with? I literally, I went and got my e-check done because um, I got to go get my sticker. I'm probably actually going to do that tomorrow. Yeah, it's about the only thing you got on, that you got some time free. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I might actually do that before work in the morning or I might yeah. skedaddle on my lunch break since it's around the corner. 
But uh, lunch breaks are the best, though. Yeah, like I mean, the one around the corner, like it only take a few minutes to probably pop in, pop out, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like honestly, like last weekend, all I really did was catch up on TV and watch football. Like I watched all of Ted Lasso. I wa- I got caught up on Titans, and then I literally watched football all day Sunday. And then uh, I don't know. We I saw I started working again on Monday and. I had a couple long days because it was my first day back. I was on vacation last week. So um, first couple days, me, it was like it was funny. Like I logged back onto the work computer with like on Monday. I'd been off for an entire week. And within five minutes, I already had someone messaging me asking me to do something. And I'm just like, God damn, I have almost 300 emails here to read. Y'all need to fucking chill. Oh, my God. Uh, what do you think of Ted Lasso? I have uh, noticed, especially after the after the the the, the ton of Emmy wins. The inevitable backlash against Ted Lasso has begun in earnest. And backlash so, for what? Oh, people who just have decided they don't like Ted Lasso. They don't like I, the program. They don't like. They've decided what they don't like about it and what they think they know about you know, it and so forth. And I find that funny because, like, Ted Lasso is one of the few shows that I've noticed was universally loved amongst all the people I follow on social media, regardless of sex. Gen- any classification we use for people anymore, it seemed to be a hit amongst all of the categories. Again, and this is the this is the inevitable. It's been too many people loving it, and now motherfuckers got to be like, that shit is whack. Uh, oh, we have to course correct? Oh, of course. And it's like people, it's, it, what's funny is it's people are who I kind of fuck with saying, oh, that shit is whack, and I'm looking at them like... Who, hmm. who did you, who did, who that, that, that you find that their opinion is valid that said they don't like it? Uh, Brian Altano from IGN. And okay. a lot of Pierce uh, who works at Sony Santa Monica, but she used to be at IGN, are two people who was just like, that's just, that's, they, they don't fuck with it. Brian was like uh, saying how that it was, it was saccharine and, and two, and two, whatever, and it's that and a third. And uh, uh, Alana said something about it. And uh, Danny O'Dwyer, who is from, uh, he owns, a, he has, a, he has a video uh, series he does called No Clip. It's about video game documentaries. And he was on this week's John Bombcast, and he was talking about how, how he don't fuck with it either and so forth. And I was just like, it's that time. They walked away with seven Emmys this year after getting away a whole lot more nominations. In some categories, multiple nominations in the same category, you know what I'm saying? And I knew it was going to happen. I knew that it, that, that it was going to come about. And when it started coming, I was getting kind of itchy, but then I'm also at the same time like, one, people ain't got to like everything I like. That's cool. But it's what it is, is their commentary on it is often just not even what the show is about. And when I when I hear shit like, oh, it's saccharine, I'm like, you are missing so much going on in that show that is a uh, that makes me that makes me that makes me feel like you went in there with an agenda to not yeah, like to it. not like I, it. I, I'm gonna need you to define that for me because I have no idea what the hell that word means. Well saccharin yeah. fake fake sweet. Abundantly fake sweet, like when you it's it's like it, you you mean like his personality, like how he's like super nice guy. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'm following you now. So, but I mean, that's like the character is he's using that to shield his vulnerabilities. Exactly. But they don't want to talk about that part. They just want to say he fake sweet. But it's literally Ted is real fucked up off of this divorce and having to leave his son behind and so forth. And what we find out, you all the way caught up? Like you went to season two? Yeah, yeah. I'm current now. I'm like, I'm and, fully all caught up. And that which they revealed a couple episodes back. Is, is, and you, and, and, and bro, let me tell you something. That episode 
before the last one. So not this this last this last kind of weird bottle episode where it's just like beard off doing shit. The one yeah, before like, that. I, I that was like a weird episode for me to get caught up on because I watched it and I'm like, but fuck, I this is like a filler episode. It but, is, no, so, they they so, did they added they added some more episodes um, they gave to them, the show. They gave them two extra episodes. They were like, fuck it, get to, get get yourself two more. And they were like, okay, we can we can work it out. And so you you end up with a couple of bottle episodes this season, which is that Christmas episode early from this season. Which is one of the most amazing Christmas episodes I've ever watched, I've ever witnessed, and this and this and this uh, beard episode we just had. But the episode before that, where uh, they played in that semifinal, mm-hmm. I told Anthony, I, I, I like Ted Lasso had me ugly crying. It was bad, and then I watched it a second time, thinking I, I could, I'd be okay. Nope, same scene, right in my fucking chest. And I was just like, Ooh, and Vanessa's like, oh, baby. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So like, I, oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Anthony. No, I'm I'm still I'm still on season one. Like I've been um I only got I only got four months free. <laughs> so I've been trying to uh like circling around. I've been watching the show with uh Joseph and Gordon living on um on Apple TV. And I started that um the news show with uh with Jennifer um Aniston yeah, too. So yeah, um, I literally, I literally watched the entire first season of Ted Lasso on Saturday night. Like, I stayed up until like four o'clock in the morning finishing it. The first time I watched it, I did, I did the exact same thing. I was, I was like, let me finally sit and watch this show, and I stayed up the entire night and watched all of it. Yeah, it was, th- it, it was that good. Because it, it's been like people that I know telling me like for like a year now how fucking amazing the show is, mm-hmm. and like I don't even have Apple TV. My buddy and his wife fucking gave me their lo- their login and then like when i logged in i needed the security code she yeah. literally took a picture of her apple watch and texted me the picture of the, <laughs> her apple watch with the code on it so that i could log in like they as a couple helped me to log into their apple account nice. so that i could watch ted lasso that's how badly they wanted me to watch it yeah so like i literally watched the entire first season saturday night stayed up late as fuck then Football was going to be on Sunday morning, you know, like one o'clock. I got up and I watched four episodes before football started. And then I watched the the other five two nights ago, like after work. And like I, you know, dicked around for a while playing Call of Duty. Then I finished it before I went to bed at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I, uh, I truly think that show is special. And I think Jason Sudeikis is one hell of an actor. And it's like, I've re I've rewatched season one like three times now. And I don't, that's not that's not my normal thing. I don't do that. But I've gone back multiple times now because I start thinking about the when he played darts at the bar, and I'm like, man, that scene is really good. That practice scene, that practice scene is so good. And he did an interview about that scene. And he was like, let me tell you something, man. One, he go, I'm the same age as AI. I played basketball kind of around the same. I was, he goes, I wanted to be like that dude, and so forth. And he goes, what he was actually talking about in that shit was a friend of his that died. So he knew what the whole story was and not just the the basic level, you know what I'm saying? Practice shit, what everybody seems to know. So it's like when he does that, when he does that scene and he's talking to that dude in that scene, you supposed to be the franchise player. And we talking about, I was like, bruh. And like some people will just laugh and they'll take it at that surface level. But Jason Davis explained it. Nah, bruh, it really is deeper than that. And this is why it works. Like I said, I love that show. The show yeah, has so much going for it. Like, it it, it kind of hits like the um, 
the empowerment levels too, where it's like women in power. Um, there's people of color in power that are also female. Like the, the writing is nuanced and, and entertaining and the characters are like believable and well, well acted. And like, there's just like, the only episode that really didn't do it for me so far has been the last episode, but everything before that, like obviously some episodes are probably like better than others, but like there, there's been so much like well pieced together stories and actors and everything that like, I mean, like think of like, I, I'm trying so hard not to spoil shit because Anthony's still I mean, has yeah, to finish yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's, like so, some it's the, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to watch it regardless. I like, know, but it's of, like, it's just it's so it's so many interesting surprises that are actually yeah. surprising there, that there I just I don't want I don't want to ruin yeah but at like, the same time like you can tell me you know what um the store is on the corner of 123rd but I still got to know how to get there so yeah, fair enough fair enough I know I just I don't want to ruin any of the like stuff that comes up because some of it is kind of like a mystery and stuff that yeah. reveals itself over time but. I, I, as someone, well, like, who avoided watching it, mostly just because I didn't have the service, you know? Like, yeah, I didn't want to sure. shell out. I didn't want to shell out money for another service. But this is the first show I've watched on there. Now that I have access to it, I wonder if Apple TV, if a lot of the shows on there have the same quality. Because quality. Yeah. This, fir- this first series has been fantastic. And it gives me high expectations for the other things that they do. I've been checking out Mythic Quest and I've been slow rolling it, but but everybody seems to think it's a very good show about the games industry. It's a comedy and it, and and uh, it's and it's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? It's, it is pretty funny, but also it's just it ain't it ain't that it ain't Ted Lasso. <laughs> so it's like, what do you think of the morning show? And as you said, you've been watching that, um, or at least giving it a check. The, the first episode um, is interesting. Like the whole premise of it is interesting to begin with. It was um, like uh, Steve Carell gets me tooed on the first, like the first episode of the show, and like um, they're dealing with that from the beginning. Like that's the first episode. Like him and Jennifer Aniston are the hosts of the show, and like he was wasn't acting appropriate, and they had to fire him. Oh, he was like the Matt Lauer of that show. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, you know how, how much I fuck with The Office and how much, I mean, I mean, I love Steve Carell. I was just like, that is so interesting to first had that be the premise of the show. And then second, have Steve Carell like the the nicest man in, in, um, in Hollywood pretty much yeah. play that part. So it was pretty, it was interesting. Um, okay. It's definitely, uh, at least the first episode was great. Okay. Cool. So I, yeah, like 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 Box is saying, it's like it get it 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 does so well at presenting the service that you like. I wouldn't mind watching a little more of this. So I got the first year, my first year of Apple TV came free with my iPad, and then PlayStation gave away six months for free because you own a PlayStation. So I got a year and a half, of, and they let it stack. So I have a year and a half of a- Apple TV before I got to ever get them a dime, and uh, that actually could probably bring me back around to another season of Ted Lasso if, if it times out right. I might make it to season three of Ted Lasso without having ever paid for this service. But if not, I'll, I'll, I'll give him the five. I'm okay with that. That's that's all right. 
So what else, man? Anything else catch your catch your eye in the, in the world of football? Uh, the Panthers won, by the way, twenty four nine. Oh, that's good because I picked them in the eliminator. Three, 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 three and zero oh, Panthers. The Panthers is uh, something clearly to be watched this season. Well, for, unlucky for them though, Christian McCaffrey got hurt during the game and had to leave, and their first round pick got carted off the field. So uh, they won, but they they but won the battle, cost? but they might lose the war. But at what cost, man? The Texans lost again, so the Texans are now one and two, and so we'll see. <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's been pretty much like my last week was just getting caught up on TV that I was behind on. Like, because yeah. Titans, I was like nine episodes behind on the new season because I hadn't started it at all. Um, I still got to, to like, I, I haven't watched past the first episode of Marvel's What If, so I think I've got like six or seven of those bitches to watch. I was literally, yeah, yeah. literally, literally watching uh, episode five. Just like before, I was and I was like, "Hey, babe, what time is it?" And she, she said, nine thirty. It was literally nine thirty. I go, "I gotta go." I told, I got to, I, I got to show it. So she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I'm like, "It's okay," because she was supposed to. We were supposed to start it earlier, but she was like cooking or something. I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I got to watch get caught up on that, and then I guess that Star Wars anime series dropped yesterday. Yeah, yeah I, come out I heard here. about that on NPR the other day. So I, I can I can I can let those stack a little bit before I work worry about those, but I do want to watch that. Well, like my buddies told me, they put the whole series out. Did they? They never do that. What did, did Disney just? Because it's a old, it's an old series. I guess like they're they're like short episodes or something like that. Oh, it's, it, so it's is what I was told. I can't confirm it because I haven't looked myself. But that was what I was told yesterday. Is that they dropped the whole thing in, in one swoop? Log into my old Disney Plus, which I clearly have not done on my phone. Well, here I think I I think I'm logged in on a tablet. Yeah, my source is one of the most unreliable people I know, so I, you know, take it with a grain of salt. As far as like relaying factual information, like sometimes he's prone to exaggerations and misinformation. But he told me it was like they dropped the whole season and like each episode was like 13 minutes long or something. There, like there are there are nine episodes total. Uh, 14, 13, 17, 18, 22, 14, 16, 20, and 13 minutes. They are all, right, all so, available. So he was he was batting in the right ballpark. All right. There you go. So that that is season one, and it is all available right now. Star Wars Visions. Star Wars Vision, Visions is an anthology of animated shorts celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators and storytellers. So fuck with it. So yeah, that 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 it might be something we, we just run through uh, this weekend, and I can I can get down with that. So that 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 seems like a a plan enough. Cool. Yeah. Well, other than that, um, I'm just been at home. Um, my birthday's on Monday, so by the time you hear this, my birthday will have already happened. I, I, I was actually going to discuss that. So I was going to say as much. This is this is the last episode you get uh get uh, of your of your thirty fifth uh, rotation. And uh, yeah. about to, you about to enter the thirty six, but about to enter the Wu Tang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm and, trying. Uh, not, I'm trying not to think about getting older, but you know, can't help us. Literally, are you are you bothered by getting older? I didn't used to be, but I think like as you get older, you can become more more aware of your mortality. Yeah. But other than that, like, like I, I'm not worried about being like the old guy or like feeling uncool or anything like that. You know that that shit don't bother me. 
I like I've been well aware late of you know the last couple of years of the fact that like I'm not in the 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 current generation. You know what I mean? Like like the the new stars that come up and shit. Like I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. Like musicians and actors and actresses and like there was some Asian gymnast or something that was like retweeted into my feed like a couple weeks ago. I'd never heard of this person, and when I clicked on their name, they had like three million Twitter followers. Like I still don't know who the fuck they really are. She was like doing some modeling or some shit. I think I saw her in a commercial the other day, but I couldn't tell you her name. I don't know <laughs> what she's famous for. It's probably an Olympian. I don't. I don't fucking know. And and like I'm okay with that. Like you know, I, I don't feel like I have to know who everybody is to feel young or anything like that. Like, but I'm I'm not hating on people for being successful. And me not knowing who they are either. Like. Yeah. Wow. That I think that's part of like growing up, like when we were growing up, like some of the shit our parents would try and pull on us, where it was like we would get excited about something, and then our parents would shit on it because like they didn't understand <laughs> it and they didn't want to make an effort or whatever. And like I'm trying not to be like that adult where like just because it's not for me that mean that doesn't mean I have to like bad mouth it or something. Yeah, yeah, that is a that's a big that's a that's. It's not necessarily growth, but it is a good uh, mindset to kind of grow into. You know what I'm saying? Because you may not have always been that way, but you are now. That's why I think I- it, it just takes a lot of like fucking energy to like dislike something and let people know you dislike it. You know, or like it's, this. This is exactly what the point with that Ted Lasso shit. It's like all you see is everybody out here celebrating something, enjoying it, having something that's really been good during this fucking shitty time. And motherfuckers is like, well, now nah, I got to get out here and shit on it. I'm not trying to say, I mean, there it's not that they shouldn't have their voice heard. But also, I'm, at the same time, I'm like, what's what's that? What What, what I, is that about? Why you got to got them come out here just uh, shitting on everybody else's hopes and dreams? I think for me, it's just like, I try to not have crusades about things. Um, I mean, I, and that's not to say that I don't have opinions. Yeah, for I sure. Have, I, I have opinions on all kinds of shit. That like I mean, many times I just I just backspace something I type out. I'm typing some shit. Oh. <laughs> There's a couple things that got always got typed tonight, and I was just like, "Don't do that." Don't I, I've do done that. that too. Like I've typed out whole <laughs> tweets and then deleted them because I'm just like, it's not worth it. Like I, I made I think I said something something on oh uh, when I went to that Browns game in Kansas City, yeah. one of our our safeties got ejected like early on in the first quarter, like, cause he got pushed by a Kansas city chiefs coach and then he pushed the coach back, yeah. but then he got ejected, but then the coach didn't get ejected. Got and, fine. Like, and the coach yeah, didn't get fine. Bullshit. Yeah. So like that was, I saw that tweet and I like quote tweeted it. And like, I wasn't saying that like, that I thought it was like a good situation or, or anything, but I was pointing out the hypocrisy of it all. Cause I said something like, well then, you know, some play, some coaches just go out on the field and get into a fight with Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs to get him kicked out of the game. Because I'm just like, this is the absurdity of the situation where, like, we're punishing players, but we don't punish coaches. I, I, saw, I read something le- late last week after that that, like, they did end up finding that coach or he was fined. Like, I guess, like, the Players Association or something released a statement saying he actually was fined. I don't know how accurate that is, but – Anyway, I, I sent that tweet out. Like, I quote tweeted. I, I don't know if it was like Ian Rappaport or whoever. It was one of them fucking reporters. They all type the same shit. Like, it's literally anytime. No, it's like seriously. Anytime something happens, because I follow like Ian Rappaport, Tom Purcello, 
um, Adam Schefter and a couple other ones, they all literally type the same thing. They just change a couple words, but it's literally like as soon as something happens, you got five of the same fucking tweets that all hit within seconds of each other. <laughs> so, like, whichever one I quote tweeted on that day, I said what I said. It was like, you know, a sarcastic, like, if this is what we're doing, then why? What's to stop people basically from going out there and getting someone's star player ejected? Because now, like, if they're not going to do nothing, there's no penalty. Why not? Like, not like Tanya Harding them, but just kind of like, <laughs> you know, kind of like, you know, go pick a fight. You know, kind of like have a goon coach on the on the bench, like in hockey. You know, yes. and then someone someone fucking replied to me. It was like. Clearly, you didn't watch the video where he tried to step on this player and he pushed the coach first. I'm just like, I am not going to argue with some fucking random on the internet. Like, I so like I read it, his his reply to me, and I didn't even fucking reply because yeah. I'm just thinking, like, dude, I was there. I literally watched the shit happen from my seat. I was in the end zone like 30 yards away. I watched it happen. Yeah. But anyway. Then someone else fucking replied to me like later that day, and um, I think she the the account had like a female avatar, and they and they said something to me like female. Pa- uh, Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes wasn't even involved in the fight, and all I wrote back was no shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you clearly wouldn't did read what I wrote. You skimmed it and yeah. thought you saw something I said. Yeah, I'm like, I was just like, are you fuck like I want to be like, are you fucking stupid? That's not what I said, but I was just like, I'm gonna short sweet this. But see, it's like, I don't want to do that shit on the internet all the time anymore. But like, younger Dan would have gladly put the fucking Twitter thumb boxing gloves on and like went to town on these people. Older Dan don't give a fuck anymore. Like, I don't want to fucking waste my time here arguing with strangers on the internet, hiding behind avatars and fucking wonky usernames with a million numbers and shit like i don't there's there's no victory in it and all it does is leave me stressed out and waste my time yeah you know and i try to approach that with a lot of things whether it be entertainment issues like like opinions or like political opinions or anything like that like there are things that like i don't agree with political wise that like friends and family of mine think on one way or the other on whatever the whatever issue might be but i don't debate anybody on it because it's not worth my energy like we can talk about it civilly if like we if we so choose but like i'm not going to get into shouting matches with people on shit anymore it's like when i when i was at dinner with my family like my dad my stepmom my siblings um for mother's day and my dad started yelling at me about cryptocurrency and we were disagreeing. <laughs> I like I yelled back and then like I told my stepmom because she like was apologizing and shit. And I'm just like, look, I'm not a kid anymore. Like I'm a grown ass man and I'm not going to sit here and be yelled at in the middle of a restaurant. I don't care if he is my dad. Yeah. And it's, it's like I'm going to treat like everybody like that. Like we can have a difference of opinion if we're having a civil discussion. But I'm not about to sit here and get all hot and bothered and get into a screaming match over things. They're just not worth my time. Because the thing is, like, not everybody's going to agree on everything all the time. Like, we've even had, all of us here on this show have had disagreements about things. But, like, you know, like, we can talk about it and then move on. Like, I just, I feel like when you're on the internet, you can't really do that with most people. Because most people are going to be fucking ridiculous. And then the minute you start making good points... They're going to fuck it. It's like when comedians talk about arguing with your with a woman. 
where it's like they, they they have like what they're mad about. And then the minute you hit them with some facts, they go fucking off script and start trying to belittle you and like make fun of your parents and, and, and your penis. All, yeah. All kinds of shit. That's not even on the original topic. And that's how, you know, you won, but you still end up losing because you still got involved in this bullshit to begin with. It's the same thing. It's like, what, what, what do I gain out of arguing with some stranger on the internet get into a discussion and then when I start winning they just start fucking calling me a piece of shit and a moron and like you know whatever man that and then it's also harder to argue with people younger than me because sometimes they use words that I don't understand like like if you reply to me with like oh ratio like am I supposed to be upset <laughs> I don't they, even like they they, I, I, they they seem to think it's me upsetting and I can get it. I because I, I told we've gone over ratio before. Now you kind of know what yeah. it is, but also but that's like, why that's why I brought it up. But like, like it's one of those ones where I see and I'm just like, sure, buddy, yeah, ratio. <laughs> so, so ratio means they just got more followers than you, right? So basically, basically it means you end up getting more uh, comments than likes, which means you must have said something fucked up. But also, that just means that can mean any number of things. But sure thing, ratio. <laughs> I just I'm, that that is that. As we circle back around to the point, is the wisdom that comes with age. It's kind of why I appreciate getting older. I realize time is what it is, and it is going to march on and so forth and so on. But I also like for not for once, but finally, I guess feeling like. I got some. I got some good sense. <laughs> I was always told I didn't have good sense, you know. Say about folk and my mom and so forth. And I kind of feel like at this point in my life, I got good sense. I got good enough sense to know when it's it's worth my while or when it's not. And uh, I feel okay about that. Oh, random. But uh, and and I'm not trying to put show business on the show. This is random. This has nothing to do with anything else. But I noticed. Uh, one of our local meteorologists was uh, talking about how she was going to be on somebody's podcast. And I, and I, and I said to her to get you on my, all I had to do is ask you to be on my podcast. You'd be down. She said, sure. Just let me know. So at some point we might have a meteorologist on the show. So get them questions ready. Cause I know we was talking about meteorologists one day and I feel like that's a good line of question to discuss. Like, how'd you go to school for this? Was this the, What's going on here? Was this what the, they teach you? So was, this the, the, was this the lady that you sent us a video of her telling us about how the fish in Lake Erie died? No, not her, but another one from the same channel. Okay, okay. So, I don't, I don't know who this other yeah. one is, but all right. Yeah, yeah. And who was I couldn't tell you talking about? Who's the one? No, I was gonna say was I, I have, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched the local news, so I don't know who any of these people are anymore. Like, I know ah. we still got like Ramona Robinson and shit kicking on or whatever, but like, <laughs> you know, they're 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 close to being put out to pasture, from what I understand, but. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not hip to the new crop. Yeah. Yeah. One, I don't watch the news anymore either. Two, um, who was the lady talking about? I don't look fat in my <laughs> about the red pants. I'm like, that's I didn't just see. That, that's the lady that's, I was just that's talking the, about. That's the, that's the lady who told me told us about Lake Erie getting uh, doing doing the, doing this flip. So that yeah, but not her. <laughs> I'm about to say I need to see these red pants. <laughs> Yeah, like after you sent us that shit, I went looking through her uh, Twitter images today, and mm-hmm. I saw like the, the the goth emo high school pictures of her going to a concert, and then um, 
I saw the pictures of her at Blossom for the Jonas Brothers concert uh, yesterday or whatever. Yeah. I saw um, some pictures of her at an AEW show. So she likes wrestling, apparently. So that's why I was like, is this the person? I, I mean, there's some, there's some common ground here. How this works is if I can get the one, I can probably almost certainly get you the second one. So as <laughs> 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 the, the, them two seem pretty tight. So that's, 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 that's okay. Only if they don't listen to our show first. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, we need the dirt. Is Kenny Crumpton really an asshole? <laughs> nope. Uh, different channel. Different channel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but who, who knows? I can tell you actually right now, Anthony thinks Kenny an asshole and he knows her from experience. So <laughs> yeah, fuck Kenny Crumpton. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we roll, people. Uh, let's keep this motherfucking moving. And uh, as always, we head to the mean streets of Reddit, and uh, I pull a selection of Emmett assholes that I pulled probably moments before we started talking tonight. So are they going to be worth our while? Let's find out. Man, did you see uh, the Am I the Asshole Twitter account? Was having kind of like an identity crisis. Existential crisis about the yeah. The, yeah I because I, I went and checked it tonight to see if they had anything up, and I saw that, and I was like, oh, for court's sake, this cannot. I be know. This, this, I was this. like, man, pass the mantle, man, pass the sticks. <laughs> yeah, this needs to go on. You can't just be like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like it needs to live. Yeah, especially because like, I mean, you're one of my sources. I come to you when I need it, whatever. Otherwise, I'm just doing all the work. I'm not good. I'm I'm okay at this, but I'm not as good as that account is. So I but, know like if you take the time and build something up and it becomes popular, like you, you maybe get lost in the success of everything. Yeah. But I also feel like sometimes when you build up something that becomes uber popular, you almost have an obligation to make sure that it lives on beyond you. Whether that means like you you pass the ownership to somebody else, you know, or whatever, like and it could be hard to give up your baby, you know. Yes, that again is why people sometimes will be like, oh, "You ever consider having somebody else edit your show?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I let Vanessa edit a show, and Box almost quit the show off of that shit. I've never let anybody else else edit the show since. That's how this has worked. That's why I oh, edit this show. Was that the one where people were cutting out like my sentences and shit? You 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 felt you were made to look foolish, and you were not happy about it. That was a very long time ago, but I do kind of remember that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so, uh, and so, I don't even let I, I, I don't even let the woman who taught me how to edit edit the show because it's my baby. I'm precious as fuck about it. I really am. And so, uh, I understand that. I understand being precious about your babies. Now, yeah, and like I like I meant more of like you know if you were wanting to retire, get like, I hear you. Yeah. Like the one Twitter account I follow for this Cavs forum I used to frequent all the time. Yeah. Um, he decided like to, to sell the forums and let somebody else run it now. Yeah. Like I, I follow his personal Twitter page, but like the main account, like for the forums, somebody else owns it now. Yeah. I mean, hey, and if some and if somebody can take it over and and it, and it don't become a cesspool, you know, of the internet, that's nice, you know. <laughs> Shit goes down, man. You going so I used to go to the gaming age forums. Gaming Age used to be a site, uh, a site that the people I fuck with in, in the game industry started and found it, and then they became NeoGaf, the Neo Gaming Age forums, and like somewhere about mm, three, four, five years ago at this point, it's been a while. Uh, Gamer Gators and 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 people of all sorts of ilk took that site over, and everybody was like, 
can't fuck with okay. this. And then, and then and then one of the dudes who owned it uh, came got me tooed, and everybody people was like, all right, we can't fuck with this at all. So I let's feel, I feel I feel like the word Neo got a lot of run in video in the video game world back in the early two thousands. Yeah. So uh, everybody, everybody packed it in and left, and uh, a whole new game form was started, uh, reset era, because you know there was a reset of the uh, the the the. The, the gaming form, form gaming age forms and uh it's nice it's, it's a much more mellow room although sometimes it's gets a little, look man i'm a very left-leaning dude and i'm not trying i know we're supposed to be getting ammo to ass so give me a second i'll get you there i'm a very left-leaning dude but sometimes it's motherfuckers who are real left-leaning and i just i'm like i'm just not on that level baby i get it i i, I probably should be worried about uh how the cobalt that is put in my electronics is mine but it's not really something I'm overly concerned about because I don't know what I could do about it. Basically, at that point, you tell me don't 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 enjoy anything because cobalt is mine shittily. Well, you're supposed to grow your own food. And... Am I supposed to grow my own cobalt? <laughs> That's what's hot in the streets. <laughs> no, you're supposed to use hemp. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's a salve. You just rub it. <laughs> I've been thinking anyway. about um, getting a composting bin. Yeah, I mean that's 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 good. That's that make yourself some good dirt for, uh, for 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 planting this shit like that. That's fine. That don't mean I gotta grow my own damn. <laughs> I don't know, mine my own metals. I don't know what the fuck they wanted to do. I truly wonder what the fuck they wanted out of that. Like, it, it's why, like I told you guys, like I kind of like try to like I don't necessarily want to sit in the middle. But, like, I'm kind of, like, a little bit left of the middle because I try to be good to people. But it's because, like, I know that, like, we want equality in the world and I get all that. But the way the world runs, there's going to be people that are, like, up higher than other people and other people are going to suffer to make other people. It's just, like, that's just the balance of the world. And, like, some people just don't want to, like, admit it, you know? And And I guess, like, the hopeful people are the ones that are going to help push the world to a better place, I guess. But, you know, some of us are just realists. Okay. If, if we want some fucking computer chips, somebody's got to mine that cobalt, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I truly can't do anything about rare earth minerals. I can't. I'm yeah. sorry. I we wish I could. Smartphones ain't made out of hemp and colorful rocks, you know. One day. <laughs> like turns out hip was the answer the entire time yeah, again you let the right people talk to you it will be I mean, like hip was everything man it's oil and fabric and food I'm like okay guy settle down <laughs> am I the asshole for telling my husband I don't want him in the room when the baby's born god damn am I the asshole my housemate is throwing out my food. She says it's gross. Emma the asshole for leaving early from my husband's party. Box will tell you, nah, you good. <laughs> Get on, you leave as soon as you felt like it. Emma the asshole for telling my mom that based on her lo- own logic, my grandparents should have been should be deported too. <laughs> Am I the asshole for being mad that my in-laws ate my wedding cake while we were out of town for our honeymoon? Am I the asshole for calling my dad's girlfriend his mistress? 
<laughs> That's a good one. Am I the asshole for lying about a pregnancy? Oh. Am I the asshole for refusing to speak with my in-laws after my wife's burial? Man, you picked a lot of fucking bangers tonight. <laughs> I was concerned I had not, but thank you for that. Last one. Am I the asshole for calling out my wife's friend? Or my friend's wife. Forgive me. We'll flip that. My friend's wife. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like you could pick any of these. And I'm, I'm down. <laughs> like, so many of these titles were just kind of like jumping off the page, you know? All right. Uh, let's see. Which one made Aunt laugh? <laughs> we'll go with one of them. Uh, house food, housemate throwing out food. She says it's gross. Out of room when a baby's born. I, I do like that one. Leaving but party he, early. Grandparents should be deported. That was I, the one where he laughed, yeah. Uh, the ate my cake on the honeymoon. <laughs> Dad's girl. Right, we'll do that. We'll do uh, We'll do uh, grandparents and uh, girlfriend mistress. Yeah, I like, nah, that's the one. All that's right. the one right there. So let's start with Emma the asshole for telling my mom that based on her own, her own logic, my grandparents should be deported too. Not in the U.S. For a bit of context, my grandparents immigrated from Europe to Latin America. They've been here for almost 50 years. My mom was born and raised here. Recently, there's been a massive influx of immigrants in our country. My mother was very awful, has very awful opinions about the situation. It says things like, unless they can pay, they shouldn't be allowed into our country, or those kind of people shouldn't receive government aid, etc. We were at my grandparents' house today, and my mom started on one of her rants again. I got fed up because she does not realize how hypocritical she sounds. Anyway, I said to her that based on her own logic, my grandparents should be deported too, since they are, they are also immigrants. I also told her that if she's so anti-aid from the government, we should we should take out my grandma from any social social aid program. They both received quite a bit of money from those. She got mad at me and screamed at me, and my dad is also furious at me, more because mom is mad, not because of what I said. Ironically, the only people that are on my side are my grandpas. They found what I said to be funny. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh shit! I should have asked first. Do you think this one was an asshole? But no. now you've heard it. Yeah, and, uh, I, 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 I always thought that I, I thought that she wasn't an asshole. I thought yeah. it was funny because it's always the younger generation that has to set the older generation straight for some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, this <sighs> feels like a case of like the parents forgetting their history or where the, where their family comes from. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not the asshole. Hypocrites always get mad when they get caught on their hypocrisy. Hell, your own grandparents seem to agree with you even. That's one take. Uh, this another person says, my ex's parents were the same. Said they immigrated when it was all still a good thing to do. So they, they are good <laughs> immigrants. So they are, are good immigrants and all the new ones are bad. Sometimes I wonder if these people can hear themselves. My grandma was the same. Not racist, but, but very anti-immigration. Complaining about foreigners everywhere and taking all the jobs. She didn't like it when I'd point out that she immigrated to the United States from Ireland in her 20s. Of course, in her next breath, she would talk about the lovely Chinese lady who knew her order at the Chinese food takeaway. She went to. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. 
trying to see anything. Not the asshole. Your mom is mad because you gave her an argument that caused caused cognitive dissonance. She literally can't process her beliefs in your argument. Things like this are ridiculously commonplace nowadays. I am sorry you have to deal with it. Well, basically, I don't see anybody trying to ride out against this chick. So uh, a person, I assume it was a woman. I don't, did she even say? They even say no. There is no anything that says woman at all. I made an assumption and I apologize. <clears throat> all right, the other one. <laughs> Am I the asshole for calling my dad's girlfriend his mistress? My mom died of a brain aneurysm two years ago. She was thirty nine at the time. She and dad, damn, she put his name out there, but uh, I guess I will too. It's here. Ben, forty two, male, were no longer together before she died. Because dad had an affair with his work colleague, Amanda, 37, female. Gotta be careful with them work wives and work husbands. They were getting a divorce, but my mom died before it was finalized. It was, I was 18 when mom died. And to be honest, I resented my dad because of the heartache he caused my mother. And I blamed him for her death. After mom's funeral, I refused to talk to him until, re- until recently he contacted me and we started to reconnect. He and Amanda are still together. And I have started to accept the relationship because I know how happy my father is with her. Last month, my dad informed me that he and Amanda had gotten engaged and he wanted to let me know before first before he shared the news with everyone. I told him I'm happy for I'm happier them. Last week, they had an engagement party where they invited some of our relatives and friends. During the toast, dad said something like, I just can't wait to marry the perfect woman. I thank God for giving me the love of my life after all those years that I wasted with someone else. Oh, what a what a butt munch. I walked out of the room after hearing what my father said. He basically considered his marriage to my late mother a waste of his time. It broke my heart and I wanted to leave right away. But dad's friend, my godfather and Amanda followed me. Amanda said that my dad wants me to give a message, but I told her I can't do that and I need to go as I feel sick. My godfather tried to convince me to stay and say a few words. I got tired of holding my anger in and I just said, I have no good words to say about my cheating father and his mistress. I need to go. Amanda got angry with me and called me an asshole and I need to, and I need to get over the past. I didn't even say anything and just left them behind. I was with my, I was with my boyfriend who picked me up and when my dad called and said he was furious with me, apparently what I said had made Amanda cry and he's now demanding an apology. He also accused me of ruining his occasion party. I told him I could have made a scene, but I didn't. And there's no way I'm apologizing for stating facts. Am I the asshole? Did I overreact and ruin their party? My boyfriend said he understands how I feel, but my grandparents, dad's side, are disappointed with me for overreacting and calling Amanda a mistress. This person Is this person an asshole? It's, it, it's tough. Because I can understand where her anger is coming from, but I also feel like she's letting her drag her down to a level that maybe she doesn't need to go to. Mm-hmm. Well, she had she had been kind of cool. They had been making amends and getting along. It's when this motherfucker go up on stage and say, "I wasted my time with this woman who." Died. There's a way you can say that. Hey, I, oh, I'm. I fully, <laughs> I fully feel like the dad's an asshole. Okay. Ah, good. Like, good. 
and that's why I understand. I, I said I understand where her anger is coming from. Like, I feel like she's justified in how she feels. Um, I just it's kind of like what we were talking about before this, where it's like attacking this woman's character. Where's it going to get you in the end? You know, is she attacking her character? I mean, she was the mistress. I didn't say it wasn't factual. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> by by the definition of the word, it fits. You know. Yeah. Right, so word it, de- no, no, go, just, go, go. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not, I'm not hating on her for doing what she did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, uh, um, I think the Dark Man X said. Um, it's a difference between doing wrong and being wrong, and that ain't right. Um, she she said something that that hurt their feelings, but um, using another saying, um, hurt dogs how? Yeah, Swear you knew you was a mistress. That's why your ass got mad about it. <laughs> that's why you cry. Yeah. Like damn, I am a mistress, ain't I? Like yep, broke my happy ass home and killed a woman. I mean, not really, but kinda. Anyway, I always what's... I always wonder about people like that too. That like they're like the other person, and then they end up with that person. Like, how do you go through the rest of your life without thinking like someday there might be another person that's the other person? You convince yourself that you are the right person for that person, and they are with the wrong person initially. And then you just make it you make it all work in your brain. That's how all people are always doing that. They just make shit work in their mind. Until mm-hmm. that 2025 model come out. There you go. Let's run down a few comments. Not the asshole. What he said was disgusting. Next person. You didn't ruin anything. You didn't ruin it. You tried to walk away and people tried to stop you. Fuck them. I'm so sorry that you had to witness that. That's right. Fuck them, baby. <laughs> the OP responded to that and said, thank you. I didn't want to draw attention to myself. I just left discreetly. You should have gone back and made a toast to my cheating father and his mistress. I hope life treats you as good as you have treated others. Now your waste of time child is going home. I could have did that, but they didn't. Uh, thank you for, my, for, for the realization of why my father didn't invite me to his second wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought I, I'd do something like that. I'm now sitting here grinning like hell. I wouldn't have done it. Would have been unfair to my stepmom. She didn't actually know if, that he was still married when they first met. And she deserved better than, than him. All right. Fair enough. Is she still married him? Your stepmom has very poor judgment. <laughs> <laughs> she it's did. Making me, it's making me think of like the player haters ball from Chappelle's show. <laughs> Hey, 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 I hope the bad things in life happen to, happen you. to you and only Nobody you. Else but you. <laughs> oh my God. Let's see. Oh, she did. He was he was very good at being utterly charming and talking his way out of things until he had someone where he wanted them. Then he turned into an asshole. So he's on wife number three now. From what I hear, most guys like that aren't happy once they catch whoever they were after. When a man marries his mistress, he creates a job opening. This keeps going. <laughs> oh, we got to glow in the dark box. So, you know, we always got to gotta try to hit those because that means people have really thought this person done said something, done spoke a word. So, or even better, to my cheating father, I hope one day you look back fondly at your relationship with Amanda as you've done with my mother. Excuse me, my dead mother. And to his dear mistress, Amanda, May you have a long and happy life as my mother did. 
and then just let that hang there for a bit and see if everyone got the joke before raising the glass and saying, here's the two more years, Amanda. Oh. <laughs> well, pull a couple hey. of unexpected... Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> pull a couple hey. of une- unexpected bangers tonight in the old M of the asshole. Did not think I did as much, but there we go. Whew, buddy. Uh, I had to put a few more of those on ice too. Like there was there was some some hitters in those titles. <laughs> uh let's see. Today Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct. They always do one in September, but today happens to be the 132nd birthday of Nintendo. So oh. it's kind of it was kind of cool that they had their a Nintendo Direct today. 132nd? Yes. What the fuck were they making back in the day? Like tic-tac-toe boards and shit? Ha- uh, Hanafuda cards. What the fuck is that? So it's a Japanese card game. Let me tell you something. Nintendo is one of the companies. Let me tell you, it was basically until recently, Nintendo was run by two members of the same family. And then the other dude hired his son-in-law to run the company. And he unfortunately passed away from a, 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 a from cancer some years back, Iwata. And now some other dude runs it. But that company has been run by like basically three people all from the same family and now it's not run. It's not being run by the same family, but I wouldn't doubt if they have some say over matters still. So, uh, yeah, we don't play when it comes to <laughs> Nintendo is one of the companies again, has been around for a very long time. They made Hanafuda cards and then they made toys and then they made video games. They still kind of make toys now to this day and they kind of still treat their video games as toys, which is why a lot of people are like, I don't fuck with Nintendo. They for the kids. It's like, I don't like TLSO neither. (laughs) (laughs) But at that direct today, a couple of things got announced that made me so fucking excited and hype and happy. One, they announced the cast of the Super Mario Bros. movie that they've been working on with uh, Illumination, which is the people who make uh, the Despicable Me movies and a lot of other movies you've seen. There's a French animation house and they've made a ton of of cartoons and stuff, Secret Life of Pets and so forth and so on. So you know their work. And uh, they have been working directly with the father of Mario, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, on that movie. Like he has been, he was. They were so against making another movie based on a Nintendo property that they was like, the only way this shit is happening is if I basically have pretty much full say over this shit. And so that's what Miyamoto has basically has been up to for the last few years. And that movie does not drop until Christmas of next year, December twenty first. They have a specific date, as a matter of fact. But they announced the cast, and I think I, I like the cast announcement. Some people have been bitching about the cast announcement, but I think it's pretty sweet. Uh, Mario is Chris Pratt, and Luigi is uh, Charlie Day from Always Sunny. And I, I love and, Charlie uh, Day. Uh, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Which I'm pretty like, fuck yeah. Jack Black is Bowser. I kind of so. feel like I would want Jack Black to play um, Donkey Kong. Interesting. Everybody else has been saying they wanted Jack Black to play Mario. Hmm. I I kind of think a Captain Lou Abana would be better as Mario. <laughs> God bless. Uh, the person who's playing Peach looks almost like Princess Peach. It's a bit uncomfortable and off-putting. <laughs> At least the picture they showed of her, I'm like, God damn, that bitch is Princess Peach. The the girl, the, the young lady from the Queen's Gambit. Oh, that Vanessa told me she was from something. I didn't know what that, that she said that chess movie. And I'm like, sure thing, lady. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. You know, baby, that, that chess movie. 
I ain't watched that shit. So uh, they they also announced Castlevania Advance Collection, which takes the games from the Game Boy Advance Castlevania games, which are all bangers. Makes puts them in one collection along with uh, Dracula X, which was the Super Nintendo one of the Super Nintendo Castlevania games, all in one neat little collection for twenty bucks. But this last this this particular announcement was my shit. There's a game on the Super Nintendo that I absolutely fucking love called Act Razor. And Act Razor was a cool ass game where it was basically a two 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 tier system of gameplay. You basically built a community, and and uh, and and you were a god and built a community, and so uh, built a planet basically, and planet crops and shit, and so forth and so on. Kind of Sim City, yeah, kind of like Sim City. But then you go into a side side scrolling uh, game and. and fight bad guys with a sword and shit. And the music on the Super Nintendo was insane. It was a dope-ass game. And they announced today Act Razor Renaissance, where basically they went in and and gave it a nice, neat, clean graphics and better effects and so forth. And that bitch came out today. Both that Castlevania and Renaissance, they was like, available today. So I was like, fuck yes. Super hype off of that shit. Uh, I started Deathloop, and I'm very much enjoying Deathloop, but that's because I love the people who make Deathloop's style of game, and that shit's hype. I got Ratchet and Clank from the Gamefly sale, but I ain't do nothing with it. But let me tell you, so Gamefly is the move. You want to buy your games from them if you can. They, they sell shit way cheap, but they everything that comes with the game, all the inserts and shit, they still have them brand new, unused. So my Ratchet and Clank copy, I got the launch day edition that came with some extra DLC, even though I bought it used. It's hype. I'll tell you right now, buy some shit from uh from from Gamefly. But that's about all I've been playing. Box, you uh, uh Call of Duty and tablet games. Anything different? Uh, that is correct. Uh, from what I understand, the Halo demo comes out uh t- tonight, tomorrow, something like that. Yes, but you had to be a Halo insider to get access to it. That that is true. Um, but my uh excitement stems from the fact it seems that a bunch of the Call of Duty streamers that I watch are going to be streaming themselves playing the, the Halo beta. So yeah. at least I will get to see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a big team battle. So the last, the first Halo demo they did, they basically uh, was like, let's just, I'm going to let you play bots, get a feel for it, and we're going to see you. Uh, we're going to do some server load. This is big team battle and uh, what another another uh, mode and basically full pl- full PvP. So they want to. They want to start doing full server loads and see how, that, that way when the game comes out, they they can kind of have an idea of what they need to do on the server side to have a game that runs out the box, as opposed to having to be like servers went down and piss off people that for a game that has to basically come out and hit it out the park. So I'm I'm very excited for Halo myself. And you ain't been able to play anything? Nope. I understand. Yes, I understand. Uh, Subway Surfers. I'm, I'm yeah. I kind of I fuck that you that you that you are getting down with the Subway Surfers, man. So. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. So that's what's up in the realm of, uh, our, you know, we try to get our little video game newsery as it is. Uh, uh, going forward, I told the fellas about it before we got recorded. I am going to uh, be on the Cadillac uh, from Mars uh, podcast. My man, Chalfy. I'm going to uh, be his third chair on that show. It's a, it comes out once a month. It always comes out on the first. It's a once a month show. It comes out on the first. And, uh, that that'll be fun. So you'll get to hear from me uh, on on a different show talking about some different shit. If you are so inclined to listen to it, and what uh, kind of different shit, T? 
Uh, you know what? That show actually uh, sometimes has a more serious bit to it than ours, but it's 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 a, it's a whole other vibe. And, and and like I said, I don't run it. I don't have to do shit on that show. All I got to do is show up. That's kind of nice. I get to just be talent, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't Trust record me, that it's shit. Fan, it's a fantastic role to play. <laughs> yeah. I don't record it. I don't edit it. I get on this mic. I talk some shit, and then I say, hey, y'all, holla. And it's great. You know what I'm saying? So... He uh, he got his wine gums from Canada. I did co- get, get my man his wine gums while I was up north, and uh, I, I finally got them sent out uh, the other day. So I was very happy to do that. And in fact, they showed up a, a day early. So I was like, "What word the U.S. Postal Service?" Is I got a letter, to, an email today from uh, my car uh, note holder who said the U.S. Postal Service said they changed in first class mail, and that it could be up to five days to get some shit out to us. So if you mail shit to us, you might want to take that into consideration. And I was like, damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Subscribe to our Twitter and uh, Twitch channels. And if you want to support the show financially, got a few bucks to toss away, consider following us over at Patreon. Remember the $5 and above tier. Get extra content each month. My patrons, forgive me for not having got their stuff out sooner. It has been a shaky and shitty month for uh, our, our back end stuff, but I got you. I have several uh, available episodes. I will just I will get you up a, 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 a we tried and all will be well and we're going to be OK. It's going to be great. And I thank you for uh, for, for your support uh, 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 through 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 the through the time and so forth and so on. Uh, we got merch. Tpublic.com slash users that stage country. I had somebody write to us the other day and said, y'all need to make a shirt that says, I fuck with that. And I'm like, because <laughs> apparently we say it enough that he felt we need to make a logo uh, a shirt about it. And I was like, you get you you design it and let me see it, and we can we can make it, we can make shit happen. Also, the lady who did our pride logo hit me up in the in the uh, uh, IGDMs to be like, hey, are you still looking for some logo work? So I might have to sit down and chop it up with uh with with uh them about some uh who knows what the future holds so that's how we get down with uh maybe she can um um take some pictures of us and uh, and cartoon us up so i got one i got a a, a, an idea that i will share with y'all off mic and uh let me look it up now y'all can tell what y'all think of it but uh yeah, I got. Some, I got. Like I said I got. I, I happen to have an idea for for a logo, uh, a logo treatment that I want to. I want to pa- pass by y'all. See what y'all think. Okay. But uh, let's see. Anything else in the realm of? Oh yeah, we got an email address, and it is oh shit at stagecrunchy.com If you want, oh, or just go old school email. and write to us. I actually am jumping over to the email right now to check, just in case. And I don't see anything. We got a bunch of stuff from Patreon about so forth, policy and like that. Also, we can nominate our business for a Twitter professional profile. Why would I do that? Uh, <laughs> apparently, people are very much impressed with Anthony's uh, title, uh, Porn Angle Drones. <laughs> <laughs> several several times today, I got I got uh, told by people uh, how how much they like that title, including by Anthony's very very own partner who was like that's a great title <laughs> and i'm like oh, that's wow. your man who did that so there you go and i thought the show the short was fantastic well thank you man i literally thought about i thought about it 
And I was like, oh, I know what I want to do. And sure as shit, the, the, the ability to do it came together. And I was like, right on. <laughs> I had to hijack that, uh, that, uh, that little pictogram in the corner. They sell them somewhere. And I was like, I'm not buying this. <laughs> and so basically, I, I like just hijacked the link, but it's not an actual link to the image. It's just it's a link to some other shit. But I got to open up on my phone and then just screenshot it. So there you go, people. If you want to know how, uh, how the fucking uh, sausage is made. Also, feel free to give us a call. 216-302-8763. It's 216-302-8-POD. We'd certainly love to hear from you. That's Tatum 216. Yes. That's Lunchbox 2099. On the podcast. Our missing man is <laughs> the real ODP. Send him some love. I am the internet's Taylor 713. You've just been podcasting. I know you loved it. Peace. Hey, what happened to you? You used to be beautiful.